Welcome back to Popular Apocrypha. My name is Tyler. Joining me is... Hi, I'm Nick. And... Hello. It is me, Riley. That is him, Riley. Hello. Wonderful times. If this is your first time joining <coughs> on Popular <laughs> Apocrypha, we are a uh, podcast Sorry, that's about... how I switch out of uh, accents. Oh, yeah. That, it's just the grunt. The grunt. The grunt. Leg grunt. We're a podcast. Yeah, we are. About fictional characters and how they need help. They need a lot of help, and we're going to do that. Like social we're gonna services. tear them to pieces. Not like social services. <laughs> and put them back together, maybe kind of. Like sorta. CPS. No. Like with their fam- oh, with families. Oh my god. Okay. Mmm. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Starting this one off real good, guys. That's all right. Real good. No big deal. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh I didn't even need to switch out of an accent. That was weird. Why did I need to oh, do that? Weird. I Crazy. don't know. Oh, yeah. Switch out of the mental space I was in. So today, we're going to be talking about the uh, acclaimed, question mark, the uh, well-known character Cyclops from the X-Men Marvel Universe. Uh. But before we get to that, let's play a game. And by game, I mean, let's take an online quiz. Ooh. Since we're since we're talking about Cyclops, one of the one of the X Men, one of the mutants um, of that universe, I thought that it would be fun if we uh, took um, if if both of you uh, took a quiz online. Um, that's uh, I think it's about eight eight to ten questions. Um, okay. It's real quick, Sweet. so we'll just uh, go through this and we'll do one at a time. And you just give your your immediate gut response okay. to the question. Is this going to bring on um, my inner demons? Am I uh, going to be upset about this? If that's we'll your see. Power. We'll see. <laughs> Bringing out my inner demons? <laughs> is your power. Well, my therapist would think so. Okay. <laughs> so who wants to go first? Who wants to find out what their secret, uh, your your hidden mutant power is? Riley? Okay. So I'd also like to um, <laughs> point out that this quiz is available on www.whatsyourmutantpower.com. Perfect. It's on URL? Wow. Yes. Wow. So it also has a lot of promo stuff for the X-Men past and future movies, upcoming Ooh. movies. So, Riley, you're going first. Question number one. After years of hiding your true nature, you decide to tell your parents that you're a mutant. What type of powers do you have? Physical powers or mind powers? Mind powers. Question number two. Realizing you have the power to manipulate people with your mind, what do you do? Use only when necessary or have a little fun? Mm, only when necessary. Okay. Question number three. When it comes to mutants versus humans, you believe A, peace is the answer, or B, mutants are far superior. (laughs) This great audio. This isn't a car. (laughs) This is not a car podcast. Uh, Peace is the answer. My my engine's making this noise. Question number four. A young, aimless mutant approaches you for your wisdom and guidance. What do you do? A, enlist his or her help to do your bidding. Or B, become his or her mentor. Become his or her mentor. I'm just becoming Professor X. Yeah, you are. We'll we'll see. Question number five. What is most exciting about possessing powers? A, destroying my enemies. Or B, saving the day. Destroying my enemies. (laughs) Saving the day. Question number six. Time's ticking. Rescue your best friend or save an entire city? Best friend. Entire city. Question number seven. Sorry. It's time to look back on the incredible life you've led. What are you most proud of? Your power 
for your legacy? Letting my best friend die. That's what, <laughs> that's what I'm most proud of. It's the death of my friends. <laughs> Sorry, say that one more time. <laughs> it's time to look back on the incredible life you've led. What are you most proud of, your power or your legacy? Legacy. And question number eight. You have just inherited an enormous estate in the countryside from your family. Wow, weird. What will you transform it into? <laughs> a, a school for mutants, or B, a training center for superheroes? Uh, that seems... Superhero training center all the way. Yeah, superhero training center. My real answer is... Is that a drum roll? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Nick. I thought it was a horse. I would turn the estate into a monument to my sins. Ooh, callback. 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 Which would be my best friend. Aw, <laughs> that's me. Riley, your hidden mutant power is telepathy. Wow, weird. Crazy. Uh. And the photo that they show <laughs> is Professor X. That's so weird. I it says, why. but there's more. There's more. Because mm. this is somewhat of a personality test, it, it appears. Uh, you're a natural-born leader who strives to keep the peace no matter the risks you go out of your way to help others. You feel the weight of the world on your shoulders, but keep your cool with a calm disposition. An attitude that's always refreshing in a school filled with mutants. Mm. I'm definitely very anxious. Why? That's not me. I'm saying the description isn't me. Right. I'm very anxious. I'm the most anxious man. Do I have enough money for chicken nuggets? <laughs> what? <laughs> Damn, I remember doing more. I have no idea what's happening. That's Nick, okay. hey, are you up? ready? Yeah, I'm all, I've been re born ready. Good. Oh, it's like you're a mutant or something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay there, Toad. Question number one. Uh, John Cena. Thank you very much. What? Just ask me a question. Question number one. After years of hiding your true nature, you decided to tell your parents you were a mutant. Mm -hmm. What type of powers do you have? Physical. Physical. Okay, physical power. <laughs> Question number two. You notice a mysterious figure following you throughout your day. How do you react? A, shrug and head home. Or B, find out who he's working for. Oh, I'm confront the guy. Find I'm out who he's working for? all the for? time, yeah. You're okay. going to be Wolverine. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Question number three. On the weekends, you're most likely A, at a dive bar, or B, scheming. I'm probably at a dive bar. You're Wolverine. I'm Wolverine. Yeah. <laughs> Question number four. <clears throat> Quick, how often do you use your powers? Only when necessary or constantly? Oh, all the time. Yeah, dude. If I was Wolverine, I'd use those bottle openers, <laughs> can openers. To shave. To, ooh. That's... Everything. everything. To shave everything. Everything. Yep. Question number five. I want to be slick. My eyebrows. If given the opportunity... Would you take a cure to relieve you of your mutant powers? A, never, or B, in a heartbeat? Never. It's not what I'm about. Question number six. I know what, what I'm about. Is your, <laughs> what is your biggest fear? A, not being accepted for who I am, or B, blowing up the world? <laughs> is that really what it says? That's literally what it says. I'm not... Blo probably blowing up the world. <laughs> like, since, <laughs> since I have to narrow my, my natural fears down to either personal or physical... I'm going to have to say, I'm concerned I'm going to blow the world up. Question number seven. It's time to do a little soul searching. Oh, no. How do you really feel about your mutant powers? A, insecure. <clears throat> or B, ecstatic. Um, I think I'm stoked. I think okay. I'm stoked ecstatic. about these powers. And question number eight. <laughs> Bang! A speeding bullet is coming straight at you. What do you do? A, divert the bullet. Or B, duck. <laughs> That's a good question. Wait. Hmm. I am. Do I confront bullet, <laughs> or do I make <laughs> bullet think it won <laughs> by ducking? <laughs> Hit the bullet head on. 
confront the bullet. Okay, divert the bullet. <laughs> who, who hurt you, bullets? Right. Who did this to you? Why are you so angry? <laughs> Your hidden mutant power is super speed. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Quicksilver, huh? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Kind of yeah, hoping it was the juggernaut. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm I'm guessing that this is really only X Men. Maybe Magneto's in there, but like generally, this is probably not including only the good guys. Probably more or less. But but one of the questions for mind powers was, a lot of them were, how do you control other people? That's true. Maybe I'm wrong. That's true. Maybe you could be Apocalypse, given that this this site seems to be movie oriented. Here's hoping. Mm. So well, I guess I'm super speed man. Super speed and telepathy. Excellent. Have you done it for yourself, Tyler? I have. Where are you? I I was uh I think I was Magneto actually. Wow. Surprise, so, surprise. It was magnetism. Yeah. With your magnetic personality. Yep, that's what yeah. I was gonna say. No. <clears throat> well. <laughs> um, so yeah, there you go. Uh if you want to take this quiz again, you can find it at whatsyourmutantpower.com. I'm sure that there are other variations given how you answer some of the other questions, given that uh, Nick's quiz and Riley's quiz was different as well as mine was slightly different. It was pretty much the same as Riley's, but a couple were different, um, given my other answers. So, yeah, um, if you want to take that, go ahead. And with that, let's jump into talking about Cyclops. <laughs> so, uh, if you didn't know, because the X-Men universe is super broad and there are so many different timelines and contradictory paradoxes and changes and time travel and universes and dimensions and all sorts of things... Um, on massive scales and small scale, we're going to be trying to narrow that down and focusing on what is more or less the main Cyclops, both in the comics and also uh, getting into the film as well, the films. So Scott Summers is the actual name of Cyclops. Cyclops is his mutant name. Uh, Scott Summers was born in Anchorage, Alaska, and was orphaned after he and his brother were pushed out of his father's plane by their parents as it was crashing, watching his parents die in a plane crash. Due to head injuries uh, following that from the crash, much of his memory has been uh, lost due to longstanding amnesia. Um, So from the comics, uh, we don't really know a lot about uh, what growing up in his younger years was like. What we do know is that Scott and his brother Alex were placed into the care of the state and separated. Scott was placed in an orphanage where the owner experimented on him, apparently. We do know that as well. When he was 16, he ran away from the orphanage and um, came across a construction site where an accident occurred due to uh, involving his um, optical blast uh, abilities. Um, Scott takes off, uh, but is surrounded by an angry crowd. Professor X shows up, erases the crowd's memory, um, and Scott becomes the first X-Man. Huh. A, uh, the X-Men being a group of individuals dedicated to maintaining peace and saving the world through their mutant abilities. Mutants being the subspecies of humans born with superhuman abilities and traits. Cyclops is so named because he can shoot massive energy beams out of his eyes, and he relies on special headgear in order to contain and direct these blasts. Typically considered the leader of the X-Men due to his diligence, leadership abilities, um, and uh, and decision-making skills, with the X-Men, Scott begins to take on more leadership roles as more members join. He helps take on big villains such as Magneto, The Blob, and many more. He also begins to fall in love during these younger years with young Jean Grey. After years of being with the X-Men, training them, and losing many friends and loved ones, he eventually finds that his parents didn't die, but were captured by the aliens that has had attacked his father's plane. What? Mm-hmm. Best case scenario. You find out that his father actually, called Corsair, he 
he meets Corsair, doesn't realize it's his father, and years later finds out that that was his dad. Anyway, that's a whole other thing. But his uh, dad is basically a space pirate that is uh, trying to free like the universe from those aliens that uh, had originally attacked him. Anyway, that's a whole other sub. I don't want to be a space pirate. Yeah. Yep. He has a legionnaire of like uh, a le- legions of like pirates that follow him, and he's their leader. Anyway, har, har. what? But back to Scott. Scott begins to question his relationship with Green Jean, G- Green with Green Arrow, Green with, Jay, with, Green with, Jay, with the Green Lantern, with, with the Green Lantern, Jean Grey, yep. with Jean Grey. Jean, Jean Valjean. Jean, Grey, Jean Valjean. Yeah. After she is reborn as the Phoenix, thinking that she is not the same person that he once loved. However, after a major fight against villain Proteus, they rekindle their love and Scott uh, psychically proposes to Jean, um, who accepts just before she dies from her, her wounds. Um, at this point, he quits the X-Men, only to return soon after discovering a secret base of Magneto's later on. Jean's a psychic. Yes. Oh. Yes. So... In his brain, he was like, hey, want to marry? Want to do that thing? And she was like, yeah. And then, bleh. Yeah, but and then she died. <laughs> this is where things get real tricky, and this is where I don't want to go too much into detail, okay. like, really at all, because we also find out that, actually, that wasn't Gene, that was Phoenix, which was actually some other, like, cosmic entity that was similar to Gene and was kind of a copy of Gene, but wasn't Gene, and Gene is actually elsewhere still alive. So, that's one thing, but there's a ton of other things, uh, including them getting married and raising kids and fighting monsters and planets and villains and mutants and more. So, Scott planets? has... Hold on. Yeah. They fought a planet. They fight, I think, a couple planets or something like that. So, cool. yeah. All right. Resume. Scott has a wild ride of adventures. Uh, he also travels through time repeatedly and causes some paradoxes, but that's no big deal. Whatever. Yeah, what is So, a- I'd like to sidestep all of that and uh, begin talking about our perception, each of us of what we thought about the different uh, versions that were presented of Cyclops in the films, uh, the the uh, original X-Men films and the new young X-Men films. Because in the original films, uh, Cyclops, Scott, was played by James Marsden, and in the newer films was played by Ty Sheridan, who, which is funny, uh, also played Wade Watts in the recent film Ready Player One. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I already hate him. <laughs> and we will be seeing Ty once again in the um, upcoming movie uh, Dark Phoenix coming out. Which I'm actually, I'm actually stoked for that it one. It looks really I can't good. Wait. And it looks like it's supposed to follow pretty similar to the comic, which is one of my favorite comics as a kid, about when Jean Grey does transform into the Phoenix due to a spaceship and a solar flare accident, and it's crazy, and anyway. So, it's gonna be but good. we're not talking about Jean Grey. No. We're talking about Cyclops. Scott yep. Summers. Right. So... I just want to say right off the bat about the film versions. Okay. I have disliked both film versions for very different reasons. The James Marsden version was a whiny little nerd. That's what I was going to say. Because he got so hung up on Wolverine hitting on Jean Grey that he lost sight of everything in his life. Yeah. Like he fell apart completely. And then, I mean, then he got himself killed by Jean Grey later on and whatever. She kind of blows him apart, right? Literally. Yeah. So that's not good. She does that to a few people. Uh, more than a few. <laughs> she does two. that to a lot of people. <laughs> but, spoilers, obviously. Know. Welcome okay to the podcast. I'd be blown apart by a hot lady. I mean, I wasn't a big fan of Fam K. Jensen as Jean Grey either. But that's, again, another story. I also wasn't a big fan of Ty Sheridan as Cyclops because 
this does fit more with the can original canon of Cyclops. He's portrayed really as this kind of shy, nerdy kid that's falling for Jean Grey. And that's really all that we get of young Cyclops in the newer movies. We don't get a whole lot of depth or backstory or really much of anything from him. Um, not, not too much. Uh, but I wasn't a huge fan because seemed kind of lackluster and empty as a character. But yeah. I wanted to know your thoughts. However, we also don't, in the comics, we don't know a whole lot about his backstory either. Right. That's true. Because of his amnesia, he's kind of a, an anomaly. Something a little different. Sure. Like, you, we hear about the the backstories of, of most of the X-Men, but Scott's kind of a, Scott's kind of an anomaly. Yeah. Because of his head whack. Yep, he hits his head on a rock or something like that yeah. at, during the when his parachute opens yeah. with his brother. So, um, you know, I, I wasn't a big fan of the original Cyclops. Uh, I also thought he was kind of whiny. Um, well, there's a little theme going here of how much I hate whiny characters. He's, he, I think he spends a lot of time being like, oh, I'm, I'm the leader of this group, you know? Like, yeah. Like, trying to, trying to one-up... Um, Wolverine, while also being hung up on the fact that Jean Grey disappears, you right. know, and so, very hung up, yeah. Um, and so it's kind of like I think it's kind of problematic that not only that, but he spends so much time um, throwing these kind of temper tantrums that it's it's frustrating, you know, right. like like he's mad, so he goes and shoots his laser beams into the water in a lake. Yeah, you know, literally. Um, also, I would like to talk about the fact that for a long time his sunglasses work to hold his laser beams in. Yeah, but his laser beams can also like tear everything apart. So mm -hmm. let's well, we can talk about that. But I mean, I don't really, I, I, I don't really know. I'm sure that there is an explanation for where Professor X gets all of his cool tech. I don't really know where Scott's glasses came from. No, like who made those? Uh, the because in in the films he's got like. Sun, he goes from like having this big headgear thing, which is more traditional with the comics, to just this like pair of sunglasses, which I think was James Marsden just wanting to show off his fabulous hair because he does have fabulous hair. He does have very good hair. But I don't really think that's a good enough reason. But that, I mean, I don't know. Well, in um, is it Days of Future Past, where we see him again because we don't really see him in. I don't think we see him. Um. Oh no, we do see him at the very end, the yes, very end of the film, just for a touch, just for right? just like a yeah. second. Um. Him and Famke and a few others uh, yeah. come back to just yeah. guest in that little tiny, <laughs> like, five seconds or whatever. Yeah. Uh, no, that's not the one I'm thinking of. It's, um, uh, which one is it where he's at the school as a young, like, before, like, he's at high school. And um, he's being chased by somebody. His glasses fall off. And he basically just lasers a Oh, I think that that, that is in the first X-Men film. I think. I think they give, they do, like, a little flashback is it? or something. Is it, is it in the first one? I think. I'm not sure. It doesn't sure. really matter. Um, it just, it seems like he, he, he spends a lot of time moping, and so I didn't like the original. Um, you know, I, I didn't, I didn't pay much attention to Cyclops in the new movies. Right. Um, he wasn't really the focus. No, and which so is good, I think. He kind of fell by the wayside, and, and for me, that was kind of, like, he was a character that, yeah, just didn't stick with me. Sure. So I don't know if I can tell you, like, I do or don't like new Cyclops, because... I didn't pay attention to Cyclops. Which I think was kind of the point. There were yeah, other characters right. that they were emphasizing a lot more. Yeah. Yeah, they, they even emphasized uh, Young Storm more than Young Cyclops. Yes, so. yes. I've truthfully never really been invested in X-Men. Sorry. No, you're good. <clears throat> I um, loved the comics. Yes, but I mean, as far as the movies go, my best memories of the early X-Men movies were 
my family watched them, and I would sometimes walk into the room and watch them, and I, I know who Cyclops was, but even at that early age, in those brief moments of passing through the living room to watch the, the movie get kind of bored and leave, uh, I didn't like him. No. No. It was kind of off-putting. Yeah. I don't have any, like, opinions beyond that, other yeah. than when I was a kid watching the movies. Didn't really like him all that much. Right. Which is a weird, it's a weird way for them to go in the movies because in the comics, he's very much a leader. Like he's a strong, very much. he's a strong leader. Sometimes a little too, a little bit too much try hard. He does yes. reach those moments yep. yeah, in the comics, which we do see some of that in, in the films as well. Yes. But the way that they portrayed it in the films was his try hardness was just him being whiny. Yeah. Whereas in the the comics it's more like what you see from captain america in civil war in that it's more like i have this opinion that i'm really holding to that this is the direction the group needs to go and we need to do that because it's the right thing to do mm. rather than oh i'm so sad that wolverine's hitting on jean gray what's gonna happen <laughs> why did everybody like him why does he have better hair than me <laughs> It's a, sal- it's a salad bowl. <laughs> <For real? laughs> um, but I, I do think it's interesting. On the Wikipedia page about Cyclops, it says that Cyclops is uh, most often portrayed as the archetypal hero of traditional American pop- popular culture. Huh. The opposite of the tough anti-authority anti-heroes that emerged in American pop culture after the Vietnam War. Um, such as Wolverine yep. uh, being a good example of that. He's kind of the antithesis to that. He's the, the straight-laced... Canadian question mark whatever American Canadian whatever uh, citizen uh, to that is a leader to protect high v- virtue and value yeah um, even though he really just looks like an android with a skin mask but hey. essentially yeah yeah this was without a little laser thing covering his face lasers. I mean in the comics <laughs> he's he's got a, all an almost like 90% bodysuit that completely covers him Delicious. very skin tight yeah morph suit uh, pretty, much, pretty much, except it's it's his goatee area is completely uncovered. No, no, and, par- and part of his nose. Rad. No, only part one. of his nose. Give him a goatee. Give him a goatee. Ooh, right, okay, cool. so, done. First change. We give him facial hair. Canon. Make him good. So there are some major events in Cyclops' life that impact who he is as a person. The number one being um, the loss of his parents, because at, at least originally he thinks they're dead, they're gone, and that. And that that and the incident and the after effects of that incident incident are really what drive his life, like yeah. almost entirely. And then his dad becomes cooler than him. Uh, objectively true. <laughs> so did did he have the powers before the crash? Well, so I guess my question back to you is, what do you know of mutant abilities? Because mutants are born with their powers; it's a genetic trait that's passed on that don't. Uh, sh- uh, they, they don't show themselves until usually a traumatic event in the teenage years. So, you, usually, not always usually. the case. Uh, Angel is a good exception to that. Yeah, there, no, there's lots of exceptions. Yeah. There's some that are like born and th- like uh, Nightcrawler, I, I think, was born mm. blue with a tail. Like he was he's a, he was a devil boy. from the moment, first moments onward, he had his uh, at least his uh, appearance. Maybe he didn't really get his teleportation, but. Whatever. I believe There's Mystique was the same way. Was she yeah, not? Mystique was the same way. Huh. She's a shapeshifter. So then, I guess, his powers did then stem from the traumatic event. 
well, possibly. So the, the, oh, from the what I understand, from right? what I understand, no, what know. where they really did the where the the buildup developed was in the orphanage where he was being experimented on. Apparently, the per, the the orphanage owner that experimented on him uh, was actually a villain, and that was one of his aliases. And they like fight him later or something Whoa. like that, okay. which is kind of a cool redemption story in some ways. But there's a few. There's a few. Of those. There's a lot of there's that a lot of those in, in yeah. Marvel. They 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 kind of dig the idea of children being victimized and then coming back to kick ass which is kind of terrible yeah but i understand where they're where they're what they're trying to do i mean it's a it's a it's an over like it's a it's a redemption story at the end of the day ashes to angels yes but move his eyes to his mouth make him shoop to whoop he's firing his laser (laughs) (laughs) i wonder how many people even get that reference that's an old reference that's an old reference uh makes me feel old a lot Kids, go Google that. <laughs> go Google. I'm firing my laser. Oh man, I remember that. <laughs> Before meme compil- compilations, there yep. were laser compilations and stickman compilations and. Oh man, ASDF, dude. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, that's, oh yeah. That's oh, yeah. a jam. Okay, scratch that. Not his mouth. <laughs> okay, we're changing it. His nipples. Oh, nipple lasers. Nope. Wait. Wait. Belly button. His I eyes like go there. to his belly button. No. His lasers. <laughs> Now come out of his belly button. Why don't we just? Okay. That actually seems a lot more functional for him. Why don't we just make us what? Also, is that's kind of havoc a little bit, which oh. is his brother Alex. What sort of? I it's sim. It's more similar. I, I would say. But okay. I mean, isn't havoc out of his hands? Or is it out of his chest? It's out of his chest. I thought it was out of his chest and his hands. I don't remember. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I, I like, like to talk I- about him. I like the idea that he can move his eyes. And lasers from them. <laughs> so, so we we're gonna boost his ability. Wait, he so can if he move wanted... his eyes, but only within a certain amount of his face, like like the just his face, not around his head. I kind of like the idea that he could move them wherever he wanted, anywhere on his body. Yeah. So like, if he wanted eyes on the back of his knees, he could do that. Or See, I was gonna say lazy eyes. And when he <laughs> that's takes off his visor. <laughs> one stream is going down to the right, and the other stream is going to the left. Maybe that's the real reason he needs the headgear. Because what if, without like the lazy eye or whatever, he could control it? Yeah. Or at least control the direction. Yeah. But the the headgear is the directional change. That's what he needs. I like the idea that his eyes move like a chameleon's, but he doesn't have control. <laughs> Oh, no. So, so was, at all times, his eyes are just going in different directions. I was going to say lasers and things. spider eyes, and he has like eight clusters of eyes on his on or his face. does he have a sonic eye where it's all connected across his face? Or... Which is why when the laser comes out, it's just one solid beam. Or uh, his whole body is one big eye, and that's why he wears a spandex suit, so it doesn't get hurt. So I'm not sure if we want to jump into the whole changing the eyes yet. Okay. What if we start with, uh, do we want to keep his backstory with his parents relatively the same? I mean, I'd like his dad to end up being a space pirate. I'm yeah. very down with that. Space pirate dad is the coolest. And But as far as, I mean, maybe maybe we keep, you know, he he was in a, a plane crash. The, these aliens were attacking this plane for whatever reason um, that I didn't take the time to look up. Um, and then, uh, his parents push him and his brother and the only parachute out of the plane. And then we start the changes. Uh, no idea. Okay. Um, he is one of the aliens. Okay. So as the plane is going, as they're attacking the plane, the plane is going down. 
uh, mom and dad push their only son out of the out of the plane. As the son falls, he smacks his head. Aliens see this as an opportunity to drop in one of them and say he also has amnesia. We don't know what's wrong. Uh, and the little boy who smacked his head can't say, no, I didn't have a brother before the plane crashed because he doesn't know if he had a brother before the plane crashed. I'm going to stop you right here. Here's the difficulty because what you're doing is changing his a lot. Yeah, all of it. No Which more than that. Here. Because mutants... Here we go back. Mutants are a subspecies of human. Yeah. So by doing this, yes. we are either... Removing his humanity. Removing his humanity entirely. Correct. And or... Giving mutant abilities to an alien in disguise as a human that appears to think it's a human. Well, what what powers do the aliens have? I I don't think they really have powers. They're just. I think they just have just tech and stuff. They just have better tech than humans. They're just techie assholes. I think so. I don't know. I didn't look it up. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> All right, fine. He's not a cool alien. That wasn't a cool backstory that I just made up. No, nope. fine. It's not. No. It was. It was the coolest. No. Mm. Cool. What do you, What do you have? What's your backstory? Okay. Fair agree. Uh, he is not above the land. He is in a submarine. He is the land. <laughs> <laughs> My land. Your land. <laughs> our land. Our land. Is is in a submarine that is doing Antarctic research on ex going extinct whales. Okay. And his parents run the research. The sub uh, has a malfunction in the n nuclear reactor, and they send him and his brother in an escape pod, and they watch the sub explode. Yeah, it was a cool. But it was really aliens attacking the sub. Oh, yeah. No, so, it was alien uh, we whales. We need to have a... Oh, okay. I'm alien. down. Alien. Time the freak out. <laughs> have you not seen Star Trek 4? I think it's 4. No. Where the, I'm like, the aliens and the, anyway, the whales. I'm not a Trekkie. Don't worry about it. But. Alien whales. He, he, he can change. He the, can change the, the he whales. He can change the aliens, but I can't change the aliens. Because the whales don't have powers to begin with. So we're not like. How are they taking care of space submarines? What do you mean? If they don't have powers, how are they sabotaging the nuclear reactor? Well, now we're just completely changing the aliens. Yeah, we're... I right. like this better. <laughs> he still ends up hitting his head in the escape pod on a wall. On the water. He hits his head on the water. No, not on the water. They're <laughs> underwater. The hits what? his head... I'm just so angry. ...on the wall in the escape pod, and then everything continues from there. So, because it was nuclear reactor mm -hmm. yes maybe he maybe he no longer maybe shoots he was laser beams with his powers. he shoots radiation beams but you can't Condensed. see them you just start to melt which is Oof. why his glasses hold them back but they're in antarctica so they're ice radiation so it's ice plus radiation so we want to give him ice beams that also give you <laughs> cancer <laughs> Yes. That's what we're... That's what we're... That... Tell me what I'm doing I, wrong. Well, I can't tell you you're wrong, because that's not how this show works. We you're can just misguided. Just... <laughs> All right, so Cyclops is now 
a submarine boy. I, I, I was joking fires about ice. ice radiation no, not, lasers not the ice. and lives in Antarctica. No, he doesn't live in Antarctica. With his, with his brother who also hit his well, head. Well, no, because he was from Alaska. So they could have gone from Alaska to Antarctica, is Wait, what you said. That's the wrong direction. Yep, that's south. Arctic. To the Arctic. North. Arctic. Up. Arctic. You know what? We don't change anything about the origin. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Deal. <laughs> Y'all getting toasty out here. I'm I I concede I concede that the origin story the orphanage that all stays the same. Yep. Okay. How he meets Professor X, all stays the same. Okay. From there, what happens? Because yeah, because I don't mind his backstory. I think his okay. backstory is fine. Okay. Um. He meets from Professor there, X. Yes. Are we? Which way are we gonna focus? Are we gotta focus. I mean, movies. Or are we gonna focus? Um, things because it's up to us. I think they're I think they're different. They are very different. They're super different. So I, I, I like comic book Cyclops. Me too. I think he's chill. I don't like movie Cyclops. I don't know if he's chill. He's I more respectable. He would be more fun to hang out with than movie Cyclops. That I agree. Is that better? Yes. Okay. Thank you. So he's I not he's you. not a chill cat, but he's more fun to hang out with than movie Cyclops because he's not whining about how Wolverine's better than him. Yeah. Cool. So let's change movie Cyclops. He's a big old whiny wiener. Yeah. All right, we're changing. Well, I don't know. Mutant Wade Watts. We're not. What's next? <laughs> what? <laughs> we're not. <laughs> I don't think we'd be picking one. We're not picking one version of Cyclops. We're changing Cyclops. We're making Cyclops whatever we want him to be yeah. across the the canon. Okay. So our Cyclops rules. <laughs> yeah. Tunnel snakes rule. Tunnel a... snakes rule. He has a goatee. Okay. Yes. Yes, that's right. Facial hair is a must. So what I want to know is. He meets Professor X after this construction accident that he causes. Right. And Because he, he lasers something. Right. His eyes go whatever. Yep. And Professor X, Professor Xavier, wipes the memory of the crowd. He's like, it's chill. And then takes, and then... Because uh, he's a man in black. That's, yep. That's, ooh, that's fun. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, Scott says, I want to be your student, and I want to become an X-Men. I want to learn how to mind-bend people. No. (laughs) He doesn't have mind-bend powers. If by mind-bend, you mean literally physically bend their minds into mush with his lasers. And just twist them. With his laser eyes, maybe. With his laser eyes. With his laser eye hands. No. Maybe he's got laser hands instead of laser eyes. I think that is He's got laser middle fingers. Laser, just Literally, laser birds. See, okay, let's put the, the the hands hand lasers on hold if we ever end up doing Alex Summers, his brother, because that is that character. Teeth lasers. <laughs> Smile of death. Okay, but braces are his we, best friend. But if we, yeah, if we keep with the he can't control it, he has like these massive bracers. <laughs> your braces. They like they like cover his entire teeth except for when he like like. He's got headgear on. Like, does need... something. Yeah. Pulls a knob. He's got the twist the headgear. He just got Invisalign. Oh, man. <laughs> okay. So, when he, when his he, bright red teeth all the time. He, like, flexes his, his mouth in a huge smile, and it, like, shoots out this Dude. massive laser. I like his, <laughs> his, his duck face laser. <laughs> duck face laser, yeah. <laughs> it's, just, it's very thin, but wide. And he can use it to cut down trees and stuff. That's it. Yep, that's all. It's just a lumberjack. That's, yeah, it only works on trees. It doesn't work on people. So, what if? Yeah. Hey. Well, I like teeth lasers. <laughs> <laughs> we 
don't do teeth lasers, but rather, what if uh, we make him similar to the SpongeBob superhero, Krakatoa, <laughs> and lasers just come out the top of his head? <laughs> so, so he's got to bend over to aim it. Yeah. <laughs> he sets his eyes forward and then he just bends over. Present. <laughs> Somebody else has to aim for him. Okay, okay. <laughs> just grab his hands and twist so, him. Slight change to the backstory. Colossus to yeah. pick him up and use him as a gun. Slight change to the backstory, okay? Okay. Here's what I'm thinking. Roll with me, maybe. Okay, maybe. okay. I'm tracking maybe. with you. What if the plane crash, right? He gets uh-huh. shoved out of the plane. Uh-huh. He hits his head. Okay. But, like, it's more than just hitting his head. He knocks out his teeth. No. <laughs> <laughs> It busts open the top of his skull. Okay. okay. And what if he Exploding was originally... his laser brain. Exactly. <laughs> laser brain. What if he was born with his abilities, but his skull, his mutant skull, has been holding in the laser brain, but his it pops open his skull when this happens, and it exposes the laser brain, shooting out and destroying like a part of an Alaskan forest, and I don't know, whatever. Which would also kill him. No. He's in the middle of an Alaskan forest after an airplane crashes, unless and his head is split open. Well, that's unless, already kind of the case, and he still survives. Yes, so. but you can survive crashing a plane without your head being split open, without having emergency medical responses immediately. You, well, cra- you crash in the forest and your head splits. If you don't have immediate medical... He's a mutant. He's a mutant. Here's the deal. Maybe the problem is not necessarily that where he shoots lasers from. I mean... I disagree. I think that's kind of the entire point. (laughs) I liked liked your idea. I like the top of the head. Unless we make it out of either the top of his head or his teeth. I like the top of the head. I want to roll with that. Can we get some teeth up there? I, I... what, the top the of his teeth? head? The top of his head? No. So, if he ate his twin. <laughs> oh, also, my word. Riley, here's a little science Tell me. Wait. I want to hear what Riley has to say. Yeah, this science is going to be useless in a minute. Okay, Nick, go. All right. So, uh, with, with the cranial pressure inside of your head, um, you know in movies when people get shot in the head, their head explodes? Yeah. That can actually happen because of the pressure created by your blood in your head. So, if you get shot correctly... It can rupture your head just right to make your head explode. Okay. Riley, I want to hear what you had to say. What if we just change what shoots out of his eyes? Okay. Worms. <laughs> so Cyclops is supposed to be a lead, or maybe we could change it, but originally he's supposed to be this leader, right? If he's shooting worms out of his eyes. <laughs> Gummy worms. <laughs> I Fuck don't yeah. see that happening. Not gummy worms. I like to go back to he can shoot just radiation. Okay, so we want him to be radiation man instead. Well, he could just like, he could take his sunglasses off or whatever. Cure cancer. And look at you. And if you're looking at him, you wouldn't see anything coming out of his eyes. But the person he's looking at is melting. Just waves and waves of radiation. Like he could fry your brain by making eye contact with you. And then if he looks at you for longer, you just your skin melts away like like an atom bomb. Like he's right. looking at you with the intensity of an atom bomb. Ugh. Yeah. That'd be intense. And terrifying. Okay. Uh, can you control it? I don't think so. I think part of the point of his 
development as a character, and mm-hmm. again, we could change this, mm-hmm. is that he has this unconstrained, constrained power. Yeah. It's this massive amount of energy that's just waiting to burst, and he right. has to have help constraining it in order to maintain himself and those around him. Yeah. Right. So I'm 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 okay with the radiation. I kind of wish it was a little bit more visibly awesome, but I mean even worms look <laughs> cooler than that. Radioactive worms. worms look cooler than melting a person by looking no, at them. Well, the the thing I make people melt by looking at them all the time. Not hey. the same way, ladies. <laughs> I'm talking to you. Hey, that's how's it going? that's what he shoots out of his eyes. Yeah, literally just charisma. Charisma. <laughs> his, he shoots. Natural 20s. Nat 20. <laughs> Charisma checks. Charisma checks. And so... I want to hang out with him He doesn't all actually the time. have telepathy, but it's as if he did, because he can just make you make you think whatever he's like. Want to go get some drinks? Then, yeah, yeah, you do. Yes. I mean, he makes me know. Yes, you do. I'm a big old puddle. I don't know. I just... I, I like... Part of the things that thing that I like about Cyclops is I like how visibly powerful his laser beams are. I, I kind of like that. And I, I understand the idea of the radiation. You can't see the radiation itself, but its its effect is still very visibly powerful. But it, the cause itself, the beam, the radiation, that you can't really see. Which, I'm, I mean, I can live with that. But I kind of like that. You could just take it. it the fallout route and you just see green. <laughs> it's just a green... Just a green beam. beam. I'm okay with that. I'm down with that. I'm on board. But it's massive green bean. I just, okay. It's a massive green bean. I mean, Dodge <laughs> Green Giant, here he comes. That's a whole That's other episode. That's another um, I, 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 I think the lack of sight for the effects of what he's doing, though, is part of the terrifying thing. Okay, I'm on board. Mainly because I just thought that he could now be an assassin. Mm. Right? So he's the, he's not... Is he still an X-Men? I still, I'd like, I, I like him to be an X-Men. Okay. I, X-Men although, would he really, be? X-Men really aren't, aren't super killy people-y. But also, original Cyclops' powers, massive laser beams, those are deadly. Like, yeah, those but, kill. But he turns them down. Right. Right. So, because what his, if he does that visor works. with his new visor, So, instead of melting people, one. he just gives them cancer. He can also cure Yikes. cancer. You apply radiation to a specific spot, right? Like... He can use okay. it to he because radiation isn't just right. I, I'm when I think of radiation and I want Cyclops to have this radiation power. I'm thinking comic book levels of radiation. Right. 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 Radiation that turns a dude into the Hulk. Radiation that can melt steel beams and that could blow away buildings and if he focuses enough, cure cancer. But also, right, like comic book levels of radiation power he could melt someone if you looked at him unadulterated sure he could also channel it to cure cancer or he could channel it to you know maybe melt away this little part of a wall so maybe that's his ultimate struggle is that he feels called personally to be the leader of the x-men and he has the natural leadership abilities and skills and everything because we like that version of him yes we like that a lot more than the film version. yes we do but it's gotten out. People know. He can cure cancer. So now he's got a line at the door 24-7, 365, and he, he sees all these people that need him, that want his help, that need his help. 
So he has to become a doctor? And he has to basically become a doctor, but not really. It's more like a doctor, like, signs up with him to, uh, like, help him or whatever. I like, don't hang know. him from the ceiling and use him as an MRI? Pretty much. I... <laughs> Pretty much. So would that then directly conflict the main story arc of X-Men where people, regular people see X-Men as, what's up, Nick? When he said hang him from a ceiling, my mind jumped immediately to... Uh, BDSM and the doctor walking and be like, hey, I found these ropes in my wife's closet. We can try this to hold you from the ceiling. Oh, dear Lord. The joke is his wife is cheating on him. That's the joke. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I think I think I, I was mostly kidding about the, the him becoming a doctor's instrument. I, I think that people would still, given this universe that has been constructed previously for Marvel's X-Men, People do view mutants as terrifying, dangerous, and so therefore wouldn't necessarily accept that he can cure cancer, especially because maybe they also know he can cause cancer. Mm-hmm. So it's a, I don't trust you enough to know for sure whether you are going to help me. Or like, if I just get near you, I might get cancer. Exactly. You're radioactive. Just gotta stay away. Yeah. Well, no, it's just my vision. Well, the, 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 there's so much propaganda in the in the X-Men Literally. of like, oh, mutants are bad, stay away from and like you see that in every film is all of them. they don't like mutants. People, normal humans, do not like mutants. Well, I mean, the X Men universe is really. I mean, it's it's an analogy for like classism and uh, yes, uh, yeah. I and mean, racism and, we and, and dive down into the yeah, the, but which we don't want to do. No, we don't. No, that's a whole. No, I know. Um, but I think I think I think he wouldn't have to have he wouldn't necessarily have the problem of um, people coming to him. For yeah, for that reason, like nobody wants to be near him because of the propaganda. Right. Like yeah, it gets out. Okay, Cyclops right. can cure cancer, but at the same time, but he's a mutant. He might also he's cause a, it. He's yeah. a mutant. He might cause no, it. He totally um, does cause like, it because he's a mutant. I'm, I'm seeing evil. in my head right now a an old propaganda ad similar to the Reefer Madness video, where uh, you just have an announcer being like, "All the power of an atomic bomb behind right. those glasses. Yep. You really want that pointed at you?" Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like, and I think that's, that's something that would, that would scare people away. Right. Like, no matter how much you tell them, like, this will cure your cancer. Like, this will let your mom live for another X amount of years. Like, people are going to be like, yeah, but. And I think that that, that still fits well with big. keeping his character as that antithesis to the Wolverine type. He's still the type of person that wants to help and lead and fight for truth justice and the canadian way and <laughs> for real and and be a good person but how can he do that if no one trusts him and how can he trust himself if no one trusts him especially when he's young and impressionable and this is starting at an early age for him how can gene the love of his life trust him when no one else trusts him which is already part of the story but even more so for this kind of character that we're creating yeah. given his abilities i think that that would be his biggest flaw Right, you know, his biggest personal flaw is that, is that lack doubt. of yeah, that doubt and that lack of trusting in himself, and and not thinking that other people trust him even when they do, and so I think I think leading like his natural leadership ability, um, would come into conflict with that. Right, like, like he's not he's naturally good at leading. He he wants to fight for this cause, but at the same time he doesn't believe in himself, and he doesn't believe that these people want to that these these people. What do you mean these people? That the X Men want to follow him, um, but instead have that that ha- has those moments of doubt. Like they don't want to be here, they don't trust me. 
Like when push comes to shove, they're going to leave. You know. So I think I think that's I think it's big that we're creating a character who has this power, this natural talent, but also isn't perfect. I'd also like to give this uh, related to his abilities. I'd like to give this radiation version of Cyclops um, an additional flaw slash benefit. It could depending on context and how it was used. Yeah, that um, is, if he's he's two different colors. Uh, yes, on board. Yes. Um, but His like, mustache is blonde, but the rest of it is dark. Ooh, n- nope, not on board. Never mind. Um, <laughs> no, 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 no. Back I was, out. <laughs> I was gonna say, if he's in the presence of a lot of radiation, he will start like he absorbs it, but it requires a release. Mm. So like, like he can he really can use that gas. to save people, but it's it's gonna build, mm-hmm. and he has to release it somehow. And how he does so, we'll see how that happens. My boy goes and hangs out in Chernobyl. Right. Sucks it all in. Gotta let it out somewhere. Right. Bro, that'd be intense. Mega yeah. blast to the face. Yikes. Maybe maybe there maybe something else happens. Maybe he works with some techno genius to create storage capsules that he can shoot his radiation beams into and to create little radiation pods or whatever. Clean energy. I don't know. Clean energy. But definitely not at first. I see, I would argue that that this ability for him to absorb radioactive like isotopes or just radioactivity nearby right. would arguably put him at level five plus uh mutant I because mean, because i mean think I, about it mm. so he he's now like he's now able to not, not only does he have this ability to fire radiation beams from his face that you can't see but can melt you as a person um, but he has the ability to absorb radiation and use that as um, basically a, a bonus to his power. Um, so someone someone major comes along that they have to take care of. How do they how do they do this? Oh, easy. We take Cyclops. We drop him in at Chernobyl at uh, the Fujikawa. At uh, we take him up in space and let him hang out. Up, right. up in space solar, for a little solar while. Solar radiation. Yeah. yeah. And this dude is now basically a mega bomb. That it, I, that, I do think that, that there should this. be a limit, though. Like, if, if he absorbs too much okay. and or just too quickly, right. then he he's just going to die. And Does he's he just die? going to explode. Or I want to say that instead of him, him dying, um, it becomes unpredictable. What do you mean? Like, like maybe we change it so that that, that becomes unpredictable in one way or another. Whether that means it starts to fire off in different ways, or um, whether that means like um, it creates side effects that he wasn't expecting, mm. like when he does release it instead of a, a concentrated beam, it's now a wide arc or creates an explosion yeah. or something like that. So I'd also say that he uh, significantly less than the individuals under his influence under under his power but if he's absorbing the radiation he is suffering significantly decreased um levels of uh like sickness like radiation sickness and poisoning mm. like so uh, it, it takes like, a physical toll on it takes well. a physical toll as well right i'm i'm also on board with saying that significantly less than his beam does to other people yeah and his beam doesn't necessarily affect him but when he's passively absorbing radiation which maybe he's really doing all the time anyway um just small amounts but all the time maybe that's like 
sort of like aging him faster in the sense that like he's probably just not going to live as long because his body's under an enormous amount of strain just picking up random bits of radiation here and there and here and there over yeah, time right. he's just not going to live as long yeah which i kind of like that i'm also on board with the other place we could take it is that we could make it super i don't know why this would work out this way we could make it weird in that if he's absorbing radiation he can't shoot it out at the same time well like the more radiation externally he absorbs it, like it limits his so ability to shoot it's like a, it's like a one-way valve it's like kryptonite like a two-way kind of. valve yeah hmm. so that like 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 when i'm putting together certain machines um we use one-way valves so water can flow one way but it can't flow the other so maybe it's something like that like the water flows one way but as long as that water's flowing nothing can get back through that pipe yeah I, yeah that makes sense that, that just makes sense to me but i also kind of like i really really enjoy the idea of the tragic if he chooses to do this his power is already aging him more quickly and dilap- right. dilapidating his body exactly. more quickly. He can absorb radiation mm-hmm. without immediate death. Right. However, it takes a toll. It takes makes the, a big toll. Right. It it even more rapidly hurts him, yeah. reduces his longevity, yeah. etc. Okay. So I like that. This is his new ability. And I think we've changed it more than enough and cr- made it comprehensive enough for as much as Cyclops is anyway. Um, at the, Not like in true. traditional. No? I want the back of his head. <laughs> to open up? No. Oh. To, to have, have the teeth. giant radioactive symbol on the back. Is he bald? But yes. then we can't have James Martin's fabulous hair. No. Not that we should just, have James Martin have anyway. shaved into the back of his head. No, 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 no. He still has a <laughs> no, suit. Into the side he right still here. has the morph suit. I want him to have the morph suit. Completely skin tight morph suit. Oh, so it's not like it's, and it's not a tattoo. Spandex-y. It's just no. It's like a it's giant on the suit. It's on the suit. It's on the back of his suit, oh, okay. which is specifically on the back of his suit. It's like his visor, but instead of it just being a a visor now, I kind of want it to be um, a, a giant. A, yeah, a giant helmet similar to Rainbow Six Siege's Tachanka. Yeah, I'm on board. A faceplate. Yep. Okay. And it's just a little slit. Yep. Right? And if he lifts up the faceplate and he's just looking at you, everyone dies. You just melt. You just, you're, you're and done. And then you get to see his fabulous goatee for the last few seconds of your life. Yep. Eat my goatee, nerd. That's his catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I kind of like, uh, what did we use? We used the phrase, uh, oh, eat your teeth. Uh, yep. That, 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 the end of one of our. One of that was my advice. That was my advice. Eat your, Eat your teeth. And if your face melts in on itself, you will. Oh yeah. Um, so as your bones start to decay and your flesh melts off, your yeah. eyes boil and again. Pop. Though I think his abilities have been well defined. I'd like to see if we have anything to say about and some of his other teeth. aspects, such as personal characteristics and or uh, his relationships. He's got he's got those doubt problems, right? Right. So that that's a big one. Right. Is that we, um, he's got self-doubt. And but he's, he's not whiny. No, he's not whiny, but he doubts himself severely. So he internalizes on a massive scale. Oh, man, yeah. Me. Me. <laughs> same. Uh, in the same, I think, in, in the same way he absorbs that radiation and it harms him. He internalizes his problems and that harms him. Mm. Hurts him in a mental way. Meta. It's, like, it's not, it's not, <laughs> it's an emotional thing. It's not a physical thing necessarily, but like. These things weigh on him. Okay. Cool. Yeah. 
Is he still? I'd I'd like him to still be the natural leader. Yeah. Albeit <clears throat> with the self doubt as yeah. a caveat. Um. Can, is you, he? Those, those can... Is he still the romantic that he uh, is known to be? At least with Jean Grey. Is is that still in full swing, full effect? I think he chases Jean Grey, but those doubts still hurt him and okay. slow him down. Okay. I don't think their relationship's as deep as it would be in the comics with this doubt that hits him. Okay. Um, what other what other traits and or maybe the backstory that this would end up changing or would be changed by this? Um, do you do you think would uh, should we should cover? Um, I mean, there's a lot of crazy stuff. Like, um, in in one of the different series or whatever you want to call it, um, after uh, Scott and Jean are finally married, um, they, like, go into the future and they raise Cable for 12 years, of like, the first 12 years of his life. Like, there's all sorts of craziness about him. So, about them and about him, specifically about Scott. Is there anything that you want to cement now that maybe... Maybe uh, we'll do an episode someday on Jean Grey or maybe on um, his father uh, or Havoc, his brother, or on Cable or any any other uh, Marvel character. Is there anything that you want this character, uh, Cyclops, to have or be holden to or whatever that you want to become a centerpiece for our Marvel conversations in uh, the future? He goes toe-to-toe with Silver Surfer and holds his own. Okay, so at some point that's going to happen. Yep. In our canon. Yep. We don't. I don't know. We'll we'll talk about that probably at some yep. point. I don't want him necessarily to win, but I want him to hold his own. He'll go toe to toe. He goes toe to toe with Silver Surfer and holds his own. I want him to be blackmailed or something, some pivotal crazy moment where he has to decide between either saving Jean Grey or or something. Or Wolverine. No. <laughs> we know how that would go. <laughs> saving Jean Grey. Or wiping out an entire town with a nuclear blast of his vision. And then the final panel of the comic is him, like, taking off the glasses because he's decided Jean Grey is more important. Taking off the the mask or whatever. Looking at the town. And the final panel of... Yes, the final panel of the comic is a tear. And you can see in the reflection of his eyes maybe, like, a church steeple. And then the next panel, the steeple's gone. And the tear is, like dried or fried on his face yeah heavy that's that's very darkly poetic of you riley (laughs) thank you i love our universes that we put together like like, these are intense like these things hurt me in a good way (laughs) i'd like him to do that at some well i mean i wouldn't like him to do that but i think it would be a maybe a Alternate timeline, weird story, scary moment. I don't know. Heartfelt. Something tough. A dream. Ooh, a dream. Dream sequence. Dream yeah. sequence. It's I all a dream. Think, Never happened. I, I think that would weigh on him even more, is the thing. Right. Like, having that dream and then waking up and realizing, I chose Jean Grey right. over a whole city or a whole town or mm-hmm. all these right. people. Oh, man. Yeah. Wow. Rip. Rip him. Um, I have another question. Okay. Sorry, go ahead. I just want to kind of evaluate his costume a little bit. Um, I was going to so, do that last. <laughs> uh, okay. we'll, we'll, we'll come back to it. We'll come back to it. Um, I just wanted to ask, what do you think that his relationship should be with Wolverine? Mm. 
because in the film again because yeah, part of what part of what we're a large part of what girl. we're critiquing is the film versions that we've seen correct and specifically the one where he is a whiny little brat about wolverine being a flirt with gene gray right i you know i think maybe he's conflicted about right wolverine is a bad boy yeah, whatever we could either a take it down the path that our Cyclops, which we might want to even rename him, our Cyclops is bisexual and he likes. Oh, he's got a thing Wolverine. for Wolverine. Ooh, I'm on board with that. The other thing that I could take it down, which is way more boring and more stereotypical, is that he thinks Wolverine might be better for Jean Grey. So I like that he's bisexual and he he wants Wolverine to flirt with him. And Jean Grey. And Jean Grey. <laughs> he's he also a voyeur. I mean, maybe he maybe he doesn't want him to flirt. Want Wolverine to flirt with Jean Grey because he wants Wolverine to flirt with him. Oh man, I mean his relationship with Jean Grey is gonna crumble as soon as she I mean, finds out that well, he has a thing for Wolverine instead. I mean, it's I'm, really I'm imagining it's more of a Wolverine. it's a crush. It's like a yeah. it's it's not like serious. He's not gonna leave Jean for him. No, but no, if Wolverine he's in love asked with me to Jean. go on a date. I'd go on a date. Yeah, if Wolverine kissed me square on the mouth. I don't think I'd resist. I think I might push back a little bit, but <laughs> I'd stop him. You know? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Consent is so like important. A, oh no, Brad Pitt. Uh, fine. <laughs> Brad Pitt doesn't play Wolverine. Not anymore. Not yet. I'm, Fair. New character. I mean, there's a question. Who, who would plays, you cast for this character? Who would I cast for this new? Who plays new? Um, Jason Statham. No, he's too old. Now. I think he needs to be younger. Hot, hot young Jason Statham. But that's as not who Tachanka, we have right as now. Tachanka Cyclops. That's not who we have right now. Okay. Who is? So it the, has to be. Has wait. to be a current. I want to find. I want right to find the person who served as the model for Tachanka in Rainbow. Have you seen him? He looks incredible. He would not be a good. <laughs> he, not, he is decked. I'm kidding, and no one understands that. For, Tachanka from Rainbow Six Siege. Um, I mean, we understand what that is. I mean, just look it up. I, I want him to be uh, played by the guy who plays the Mountain who rides, uh, Bjorn. I'm going to say Jorgensen because his actual last name I can't pronounce. As an American white from, citizen, like Game, Game of, Thrones? of Thrones, yeah, oh, gotcha. he's the world's strongest man. He's huge. The Hound. The Hound. <laughs> no. Um, no. <clears throat> who would play new Cyclops? A little tougher. Yep. A little gruffer. But like self-doubt and self-deprecation are a major issue. Me. Mm, um. <laughs> I myself, Nick Bates, will play Nick Bates. Um, Wolverine. Nope, Cyclops. Or Wolverine, whichever you want. Marvel, if you're listening right now, Chaboy is here to be your next X-Man. X-Man. We can decide <clears throat> who would play him later. Or even See, ask the audience to answer. That's I true. like not... Uh, yeah, Michael Fassbender. No. What if Ryan Reynolds played all of the X-Men? <laughs> Ryan I do like Michael Fassbender, actually. I, I mean, but, but he's, he's already, already Magneto. playing Magneto, and he is doing a great job as yeah, Magneto. But I, but I want him as new Cyclops. Danny McBride as Cyclops. I don't know who that is. Donald Glover. Don, ooh. Actually, Black, actually, yeah. Cyclops. Actually, yeah. yes. Yeah, Donald uh, Glover. Uh, yes. Donald Glover. Donald Glover is our new... Donald Glover as... <clears throat> Radiation, bisexual, self-deprecating Cyclops. Yes, yes. I am so on board. We found it, boys. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. on board. Donald Glover. And now I think we must return. Yes. To Riley's question. How does he? How does he look? What does he dress? look like? He's black now. He's black. 
He still has a goatee. Yeah. He's got a sweet goatee. Uh, I think I kind of want to adjust his helmet a little bit. I do want it to be super big. Okay. Uh, well, not super big. I want it to stand out like it's a solid helmet. Right. Right? You Full face. To look like one of the Daft Punk guys. No. Yeah. No, I don't. No. Uh, full face. I want it to... I, I do want it to kind of cover up his goatee. I want it to be full face. And then the beam, the the visor part, can lift up and down. Right. Um, so that way he's kind of got comms built into his helmet so he can right. talk to people. It's very functional. And then the whole thing is this kind of Aztec, copper, rusted looking, almost like Chernobyl style, that kind of old metallic look. Sure. And then the back has the giant radiation symbol on it because that's bad A. Okay, um, you want it as techy, like like Aztec gods esque, like dragon people esque. What are you, what you saying? You what? said you said you wanted it as techy. What is Aztec copper? Oh, yeah, gotcha. There you go. I'm tracking with you now. I'm like, <laughs> like what, what does that you mean? Saying? His Nick's brain just like turned off for a second, then yeah. turned back on a second later and just yeah. missed that. I heard Aztec, <laughs> and I'm like, what does that mean? Um, as I want to Aztec. What does words do? And and then how, I'd like how, him to have how listen, comrade. A, <laughs> <laughs> a uh, kind of a a mole <clears throat> vest that's got decked out whatever patches and stuff on it. I don't know. Um, I mean, I don't know. I kind of, I have a love-hate relationship with the classic X-Men outfits because they're all basically the same. Yeah. They're all skin tight, spandex, black, yellow striped Which is kind X-Men of the, outfits. kind of the point though. Right. I kind of like that. I also hate it, but I love it at what, the same time. <clears throat> at if, the very least, keep the top the same. Okay. But give him... Leather jacket. No. Over the top. Uh, he could toss on a leather jacket over the top, but I don't think that really fits his personality as much. A little leather jacket, white wife beater. Uh, no. Torn jeans. No. Uh, no. Cowboy boots with no. snakes on the tips. I hate all of this. All of it. No. Out the window. Why don't I never have cool Bell ideas? bottoms. No. Bell bottoms. <laughs> some Jinko jeans and globes. Maybe some, some tight-fitting skinny jeans. Hey. So we want a more of a red hipster type. Tight-fitting skinny jeans with He's got the kind of, um, like, utility belt style where it straps onto the thighs as well. Stuff going on. What so he, would he need the utility belt for? I mean, if he's got... Anti-burn cream. Band-aids. <laughs> More snacks. 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 <laughs> you don't have to know what's in the utility belt, just that he's got things for situations. A magnifying glass for when he wants to look at some bugs. <laughs> and fry them so fry. with his own vision. <laughs> some fried bugs. In the other pocket. I mean, maybe he carries around iodine tablets if he overdoses someone else on radiation he's not supposed to. Fried bugs. No. I'm stuck on bugs. <laughs> I don't I... know. Does he cook his own steaks? With, with radiation? radiation? No. That's not how you cook a steak. Just a quick, not with that type of radiation. Just a quick char. No. What do he? So. What, what do he look like? <laughs> what does he look like? I... I think that he should have an afro, but it somehow it's still fits into that helmet. helmet. Somehow. So when he takes it off. Like, it doesn't like, really make sense, but when he takes it off, it's something like, Patoing, and he's got this massive afro <clears throat> going on. Not massive. Um, okay, not close, massive. Close cut afro. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Goatee. 
Okay, mm-hmm. let's just give him the helmet. Keep the bodysuit the same. Uh, maybe maybe more padded, like armor looking, less just skin tight. Okay. Hey. A little bit more functional looking. Less abs, more flabs. No. I want him to be fatter. And I mean, is that what you want? Not really. Okay, then but no. <laughs> I, like, I like the idea of a fat X-Men that's not the blob. I think that there are those. Name one. Um, me. <laughs> Just kidding. Hey, got him. <laughs> hey. Those are good um, ones, by the way. I, I'm not. I actually don't. We're going off the rails. Yep. I want him to have a padded suit, helmet, boom. Okay? Cool. We're going to have a boom mic? Kids, stop. <laughs> With his laser teeth and fried bugs. What if he is also really into podcasting, and he's podcasting all the adventures of the X-Men? What if his name is Riley Fairgreed? Of... <laughs> no, no, too, too meta, too meta, too meta. Back it up, back it up. What if he's Geyser Beam from The Incredibles? <laughs> Frozone? <laughs> okay, I think we're done here. Yeah, I think we've done all we can. I think that... Geyser Beam, not Geyser Beam. You're so quick... Is Geyser Beam. It's Geyser Beam. Quick. Like Laser Beam, but with a gaze? <laughs> okay. Geyser... Quick... Get, Google it right now. Quick recap. Beam. Cyclops. Now played by... Donald, Donald Glover. Glover. Wow, that was very <laughs> in sync. I'm so proud of it's you. It's a quiz <laughs> now, and I'm ready. <laughs> His powers are... Radiation. Okay. Beams from his eyes. I was going to ask, how does he use his radiation? Yeah, but I know. Okay, there you go. one oh, step ahead of you. Wow, one step ahead. <laughs> he got his powers through... Falling out of a plane. Nope. No. Super... No, his that parents. was... He was... No. It was the submarine. Are you talking about the traumatic event? I was I was going for submarines. Okay. That's what I was going for. Because he, he jettisoned from a submarine. Okay. I was going for submarine. Fair. He has on his head a... Helmet. Helmet. That Underneath it is a goatee. Ex- both are acceptable. <laughs> Por que no los dos? Por que no los dos? He is a natural born leader. Self-deprecator. <laughs> Mutant. Nice. Well done. All applicable. <laughs> uh, no, because we're tossing out the whiny stuff. Not not that. Oh, you so. can be an without whining. True, Look but... Look at your boy. True, but <laughs> we're uh, a bit of... Based on the old Cyclops, okay. we're throwing that out. Okay. So he's not that. So he's a natural born leader who d- doubts himself. Yes. And a mutant. Yes. Those are all things that he was born with. Yes. Don't look at me like that. And there you go. Enough. That's our new radiation Cyclops man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. whatever. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. Is he still called Cyclops? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Otherwise, we've just created another superhero. Yeah, they're just totally original. Fair. Which is fine, but like we've kind of we'll probably done, do that in the future. It's, it's cool. It's whatever. So yeah, thanks for uh, thanks for joining us on this episode of Popular Apocrypha. That is our radiation based Cyclops. Don't look at me like that. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, uh, if you enjoyed listening, of course, please leave us a review wherever uh, you listen to podcasts. We're on pretty much everywhere: iTunes, Google Play, Blueberry, Stitcher, all of it, um, Podbay, um, whatever. Uh, we're on all sorts of things. Um, they'll draw for my tits. Is Pod Bay a real thing? Yeah. Not like Pirate Bay? Uh, no, it's Pod Bay. Okay, cool. Yeah. It's like a, it's a Star Wars reference. Open the Pod Bay doors? Yeah. I have no idea if that's true. But we're on those. So if you like this or our other episodes, leave us a review. And if you haven't listened to any of our other episodes, maybe do that because they're pretty cool-ish yeah. sometimes. We're all right. If Tyler's hosting, they're pretty good. I don't know about that. Eh.
<laughs> thanks, Nick. Thanks for the support. You're welcome, bud. Um, as always, you can find us on our website, popapoc.com, or our social media handles, popapoc podcast p-o-p-a-p-o-c podcast um on instagram twitter facebook all of those sorts of things um you please reach out to us about literally anything you can tell me your favorite color and i will be ecstatic leave us a review where you say that we suck i don't care i just want to hear from you anything so please i need attention (laughs) please so yeah um you uh we also recently launched our patreon page you can find us at patreon.com slash pop that's patreon.com slash p-o-p-a-p-o-c if you want to support us that's the best way to do this we love making this but we want to improve we have a lot of plans for ways to improve and make this better for you um and including all sorts of unique ideas as far as giveaways and merch and live events and firing me and (laughs) finding a better cool dude who's also funny and yeah lots of cool stuff <laughs> good luck with that guys um so yeah reach out to us and let us know if you want us to fire nick and um or, or me or riley or anybody I, or, I dare you or the fourth <laughs> member of this podcast who doesn't exist um wait yeah ted's not real i'm you tell me <laughs> uh so anyway thanks again you're the best we love you and let us know what we can do better. Yeah. And once again, eat your teeth. Is that our sign-off now? Our sign I think that's now. stolen from something. I probably heard that somewhere. Really? Going, I don't know. We're Googling it after, the, after this show. But we'll eat, find out. Eat your teeth. Show. So, uh, and again, if you, uh, if you uh, join us on Patreon, you can listen to all of our post shows, which I will need to keep up with editing on. But anyway, thanks for joining us. Eat your teeth. Kiss your eyeballs. Love ya. slick.